0: All right, this week on One More Pass, we talk about some NFL teams already starting to opt out of the quote-unquote voluntary preseason workouts this season already. We talk about Julian Edelman and his retirement and, oh, is he a Hall of Famer, just like every other uh, sports podcast and sports show has seemed to do this past week. And we talk about the Masters, and we have a couple good pod damits. So, Joey, you ready to go? Let's go. Rob, are you ready?
1: Yes, let us sally forth into the pod sphere.
0: <laughs> One more pass. Let's go. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast. Finally, all together once again. We are at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter, one more Pass PassPod at gmail.com. Guys, it's been a while since we've all been in the same room. How are y'all feeling? Yeah, Rob? Yeah, yeah back down in the pass cave. Yeah. Rob, how you doing?
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means. Are you, talking, pod cave? Like are you talking
0: shit on my house? No. <laughs> it's the pass cave
1: the pass It's the podcast or the yeah, podcast. Poc- oh, oh, got it.
0: Yeah, got pod it, cave, got yeah. it. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No, it didn't mean anything. Was it casting aspersions on yeah. your house? That'd hey man, be you better house. did yeah,
0: you did you better respect this four bedroom, three bath uh, house out in the burbs of Nashville.
2: I was going to say, what does pass cave mean in North Carolina? Was that like a deep insult that Rob just hurled? Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, hey man, that's where we uh, get <laughs> moonshine at the pass cave. <laughs> Rob, what's going on?
1: Uh, nothing. Had a had a busy weekend. Went home. Went to Louisiana. My nephew got married, so I got to see the family.
0: Congrats. Um, to your nephew,
1: yeah, uh, they were supposed to get married last year, but because oh. of COVID, they had to push it back. So, yeah, that's uh, that one's in the books. And um, yeah, nothing much other to report. No, no, no Paisley uh, stirrings. Although, uh, if if our our listener, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we still going. From last
1: week. Uh, yeah, we got a we got a looks like we got a full slate of. Uh, I was driving around the other day, and my phone started blowing up. A bunch of Additions to the calendar. So, uh, yeah, looks like we got a, a summer tour, boys. Tour 21. I don't know. He had, Brad had a whole year to come up with a, a good tour name, and he just came up with Tour 2021.
2: Yeah, it's, I feel <laughs> nothing, like... Nothing profound. He could have... Maybe he should have hit up uh, Peyton, see what he's doing. Yeah. I guarantee you, he could have come up with something yeah. something better than that.
1: But yeah, things are things are looking promising. Being back out on the road. Actually, first show's in June. Then, uh, things get really busy in July,
0: that's great, man. So, yeah, just playing all the sweet, typical live nation sheds.
1: Yeah, I got really excited because like going to some of my favorite places, like Guilford. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, is that no. one
0: night or two? Just one. Oh, Paisley can't do two nights in Guilford. I, yeah, I shame. don't think
1: so. I don't think he's at that level anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, Mountain View, um, Brilliant. California. Yeah, there's, a, there's several in there. That, oh, I think we've got a our typical like West Coast run, where we have a couple of days off in San Diego. Nice, it's looking like which I have friends there, so that's going to be cool. Uh, um, best uh, post show food Guilford
2: I've ever had. Well, that's wonderful. I, that that's the best. Well, I post, love seafood show so. experience. Yeah, but food specific were the taco trucks that Brad got. Oh, uh, in, San De- in San Diego. I, I, yep, yeah,
1: I know exactly. Oh what you're my talking. gosh, we got him. We got him last time we were there, and they were they fantastic.
2: They were so good. Now the setting, like you're breathing in truck exhaust fumes. Yeah, yeah you're just out in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, Guilford wins that hands down.
1: No, the taco truck in San Diego is definitely high on the list. It's of, so good. Yeah. Oh my god, and the yeah. salsa. At home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you yeah. can you bring us back some? No, <laughs> you can't <laughs> put them in your carry on. Well, I I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not going to be very good by the time it gets back. I mm-hmm. can bring it. Okay, well, yeah. Maybe we'll just- Maybe go I'll bring there. some churros. Those will probably hold up Okay. Matter.
0: Oh, gosh. The sweet, sweet oh. Chula Vista taco truck. Oh, yeah. Gosh, it's so good. Mm. Yep. Well, so, sweet. Yeah. Rob, Brad Paisley tour with Jimmy Allen, Cameron Marlowe. I don't even know who Who's Cameron Marlowe is. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea
1: who that is. But uh,
0: yeah, hopefully you guys have a good time. Does
2: yeah. he not do the- Y'all don't do the side stage anymore? That nonsense? No.
0: Okay. But uh, yeah, I think Brad's really bummed he can't say world tour this year on the side of his trucks because it's always <laughs> well, blah 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 hey, world tour.
1: We we uh, you guys going to Canada? We are going to Canada. Ooh. There's a couple of Canada dates in there as of now. Yeah, is everybody vaxed? Uh, I don't know. I, I sent them my uh, a copy of my card. They're having everybody uh, uh, and arranging for people to get vaccinated too, which is great. That's um, great. But I'm yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if everybody's. Valid. I hope they are.
0: Oh yeah, it's for sure. It, it would
1: be it should be yeah.
0: Nice. Sweet. Well, yep. Rob's going to be on the road. Joey, what's going on with you, man? What's going on with the...
2: We were on the road. We played Southern Utah. That's right. Yesterday. Yeah. We played uh, Ivan's Utah. There's a... It's like the Tuacon Tua um, outdoor amphitheater. looks like a little mini Red Rocks. I don't know if you've ever done that, no. Rob. Um, it was so beautiful. It's like one of the most listed as one of the most beautiful venues in the country. I think it holds like twenty two, twenty three hundred. 2300. Um, so it was super fun. Uh, the really fun part of it was...
1: So more like red pebbles?
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to... Come on, it like, wasn't that funny. That. No, it was. It was <laughs> funny. I don't know what that says about where I'm at in life right now. That I can't, you know, for a red pebble.
1: God, that I'm was just, such I'm a dad joke. I, I, know, I'm, I just, I'm just... I'm literally just... Um, playing I, my you know, I've here.
2: often told... I've said this to Bryn, said this to my wife many times, because she refers to Rob as one of the funniest people she's ever met.
0: Uh, he, uh, Which, Rob, D-L- you truly, and, are. And, you but, truly but, are. But Bren is
1: one of my favorite people I've ever but met. But so that's please a, per- tell that's a that.
2: perfect example of why. Right, Like I have been saying it's a smaller version of Red Rocks for four days now. And it's something as simple as, oh, like red pebbles. That's hilarious. I, I should have thought of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like I think if a Rob and John Mulaney ever got into a room, uh, this world would explode. just have
2: to wear diapers. Exactly. Yeah, oh, for sure. John Mulaney. When I have made Rob laugh, like when Rob will text back and he'll say, like, that got me good. Or I had to take a knee on that one. It's, yes! it's such a highlight. I showed Brent. I was like, oh, I, I made Rob laugh. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's so funny. Um, but the show was fun. The day before was even more fun. Scotty had texted and said, anybody want to go? Uh, he said, any reason we're driving to Ivan's, Utah and spending the night there instead of spending the night in Vegas?
0: Mm. And I said,
2: so we spent 24 hours in Vegas. It was awesome.
0: How was that, dude? What'd you do?
2: Dude, we did everything. We drank everything. We ate everything. We Did
0: you go
1: to Tacos El Gordo? Then you did not go I didn't. Bed. I oh, did
2: not. dude. Um, you but I came get... home up 550 bucks, oh, oh, there you go. Well, nice. there you go. I love blackjack. That's kind of my game, but. casino we stayed at the mirage it wasn't super packed and our guitar tech was like you should play roulette i was like i'm always i've never played it i'm like i'm always kind of intimidated because the wheel's going and people are just pushing chips everywhere and then they tell you to stop and uh so i bet i put i don't know maybe five bucks on red and then i put five i I put ten bucks originally on seven for john elway favorite (laughs) player ever then, then I was like, somebody goes, you're going to put it all in there? And the pit boss goes, leave it on there. Of course he does. And I'm like, uh, so I went seven and 24 for Champ Bailey. And it freaking hit seven, 35 to one.
0: Dude, he it's knew, man. sixty
2: five bucks right there. Next two times, next two spins, it happened again. It's seven again? I, I, it hit seven, 21, 24. And I was, I had all of those bet. Damn. I couldn't believe it. Nice. The buddy was like, uh, I've been playing roulette for years and I've never seen that. I'm like, I know it's not going to happen anymore. So,
1: Did you immediately get up from the table?
2: Uh, I did. Cause I would have left. When I hit the last one, we went to the Bellagio. The last two I hit at the Bellagio and, um, I went to the, to the cashier mm, and smart. they, you know, when they opened that drawer, just those crisp $100 mm-hmm. bills, it was- It's got to smell great in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It smells super great. <laughs> um, smells like money. Um, yeah. Actually, you know, actually I'm going to save this for my pod dammit because I, my pod dammit happened uh, on the, on our trip back. Okay. So-
0: Nice. Um, Keep
2: everybody on the edge of their seat.
0: So, do you know what the one thing that we do in the micro camp when someone wins money in Vegas or at a casino? They buy around. Yeah, we make them pay for everything for the rest of the night. Yeah. So they don't go home with all the money because we're <laughs> assholes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's what friends are yeah. for. Oh, yeah. But uh, I
2: did a couple of times. Uh, Scott, he's a, he's a pretty competitive guy. And we were both going back and forth, up and down in blackjack. And, you know, there's kind of an unwritten rule. If, if the table's hot in blackjack usually you don't you don't sit down mid shoe you wait until they shuffle or you Yeah for until- sure. <laughs> well because of covid I was stunned at how many precautions they were taking. The dealers all had masks on. I had a guy I pulled my mask down to take a sip of my drink and said something to somebody. of my right and he said not trying to be a pain but if you're not actively drinking you need to put your mask back up. Nice. I thought okay. Yeah, so cool. instead of six places at a blackjack table they only had 3 and they had plexiglass around him. So it was like, you were going to talk, speaking to a bank teller. So you couldn't hear what the dealer was saying. Everything got passed underneath. And, uh, Scotty was doing really well on his shoe and two drunk guys just came. It was just him. He was killing it. Two drunk guys just came and sat right by. And the guy that basically took his, his cards in his seat, got like two blackjacks in a row. Mm. Oh, the, old cooler.
1: So, <laughs> the old cooler showed up.
2: He was so mad. He was so mad. And he, he, so he got to ta- love that. He kept talking about, uh, He's like, that should be my money. And so me, especially as the night went on and maybe had a couple beverages in me, I, I would go, hey man, I got, I got something in my pocket. Anybody know what this is? And I would just take out the, at that point, because I pulled out 300, I had $800 in my pocket. I'm like, oh, sorry. It's just this cash floating around in my, he didn't think it was as funny as I did.
0: Nice. <laughs> Who knows? Well, it's great. Maybe well,
2: gigless I'm... this summer. We'll see. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you had a great time in Vegas and in Utah. It was a good time. That's great. How about you? Yeah, man. We did a uh, live stream of Jordan for the fine, fine students of Virginia Tech University, the old Hokies. The Hokies. Uh, Yesterday as we record this, so that was fun. We played there.
1: Did you guys play
2: Sandstorm? No, we did not. Oh,
0: damn it. Did Michael
2: Vick play bass?
0: (laughs) No.
1: No, okay. Just checking.
0: I was about to make a terrible joke, but that's not (laughs) good.
1: What about Tyrod Taylor, was he?
0: Uh, he was throwing picks. Oh, he
1: was he Virginia Tech? Yes, <laughs> was. was. wasn't he? Hokey, yeah, he yeah. Was throwing picks. <laughs> hey, oh, got that one, yeah. Uh, we're, now we play taking there. pricks, yeah. Sorry, in his arm, I meant needles. Sorry, <laughs> that was a reach. No, that's just in his <laughs> heart, his that's chest. just in his heart, or was it? Or was it his?
2: No, it was no like it hit his heart. Oh, that's yeah. right.
0: Oh, man. Oh, gosh, yeah.
2: If, 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 when, he, when he gets his vaccine, is he like. Just just a heads up, I do want this in my shoulder, not in my heart. Yeah. The God. Chargers messed that one up.
0: I, I honestly still can't believe that happened.
2: And he lost his starting job. Yeah, that I know. <laughs> it. You guys poked me in the heart with a needle, and I lost my job. Yeah, well,
1: Let's be honest. That job was not
0: going to stay here for long very long. For yeah. But, yeah, we played their uh, spring concert. Apparently, they project the whole concert on their football um, uh, big screen, like in the stadium, like, nice. the, uh, like the LED thing. And then, like, if the students didn't want to come, I think they had a uh, – password and a website that they could access the live stream from their dorm room but that's always the one weird thing about these live streams is you're playing but you're just like is anybody even watching yeah. this but uh yeah i mean it was a fun time it was work Would so, have been uh, fun
2: if you guys actually played it there is it in virginia tech i think it's the don't they have that huge hill that they all kind of run down
0: oh that was clemson or do they have yeah, one Virgi- too i'm
2: pretty sure virginia tech has one yeah too. they go but got i a- wanted to see you run down with all your snare drums oh god and see how that goes. I only, uh,
0: dude, I still only have two. I don't know why you think I have... I know, and I have days. three.
2: Yeah. Which I owned, like, four years ago, but I still make it Yeah, but you don't... Like you they're six. not on stage with you, like... You know, like, Kyle has, like, four
1: next to him. Or at least he used to.
2: I mean, I do... I, to be fair, I do have three up there. Oh, really? With me,
1: yeah. But, like, set up?
2: Yeah, and mic'd. And I use them. Wow. So, there's that.
1: Yeah. Your, your side's there, Sammy, down yeah. too.
2: But I think when I was getting to know Kyle. That was my go-to, like he was snare guy. And so I've kind of flown under the radar having more snares than Kyle.
0: I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna keep telling Scotty, hey man, just have more snare, snare sounds on yeah. your on your songs and your albums. Yeah. Because he'll be forced to get these. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna have to go to the right pretty soon.
0: Jeez. But yeah, we did that, have a couple more shows and we have a few weeks off in May. <laughs> I mean, we've <laughs> had to pass a year and a half off, but what am I saying? Before things kind of get ramped up. So yeah, it's good. So
2: Yeah, we start picking up in in late June. So I do have to say, uh, Bryn said to me the other day, we were getting ready to leave for Vegas, and she was trying to plan something with the girls, and she goes, well, maybe... (laughs) And she meant it, too. This just shows how slow things have been the last 14 months. She goes, maybe when things slow down a little bit, um, we could do something on a weekend. And I just started laughing. She, She goes, what are you laughing about? I go, well, it's been there's been so little work that I've played two Saturdays in a row and it's been like a busy season. <laughs> like, trust me, I got, I got two months off. Yeah. So we're wide open. We're available.
0: No, that's great. So yeah, like I don't think all of those really pick up until June and uh yeah, we're looking forward to that. So check out the sweet tour dates on Scotty's, Brad's and Jordan's website. But yeah, let's get into uh, this week's pod. Joey pointed out to us yesterday that, some NFL teams are already putting the old kibosh on the uh, quote unquote voluntary preseason workouts. And uh, yeah, Joey, dude, you have some great takes on this. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, so like, apparently like everything went smoothly because of COVID last year, obviously, you know, like they didn't have these workouts. Right. 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 So, and yeah, like the NFL players association just kind of agreed like, well, I mean, it went great last year, why, you know, put our athletes through like more of, you know, like a rigorous schedule, just have them have more time off and yeah, we'll start the season. But yeah, Joey, I'm been curious to hear your takes on this and, uh, and uh, to see if this is a combative move for a uh, certain play that the owners made about a few weeks ago.
2: Yeah. It's interesting. Um, You know, typically OTAs would start after the draft. I think there's like a, is it maybe just for rookies or for draftees in May? And there's a couple things in May. And then I think there's a mini camp in June and then training camp starts in July um, but the, the reason I knew about it is because the Broncos kind of made headlines that they were the first team and they've been followed by a couple to say, yeah, just a heads up. We're not going to, we're not going to do this. Um, the tough thing for Denver is one of Drew Locke's and, uh, Pat Shermer, the offensive coordinator and kind of one of their go-tos for the struggles that he had was that they didn't have all the time, all the OTAs to, um, work on things. And they were really looking forward to having him. And now that they're saying they're not going to do them. I think a lot of fans and people are on the league are kind of pissed off and they're like, okay, so how are you supposed to get any better? Um, like you said, and we could put it in the air quotes, you know, voluntary workouts have always been pretty much mandatory, even yeah. though they're said to be voluntary. But the league's in a tough spot this year because like you said, Kyle, they didn't have them last year. The product was pretty good on the field. In fact, some of the players on Twitter, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they've actually started to tweet comparing um, uh, penalties versus the year before, uh, passing accuracy versus the year before, holding penalties, which I knew there were less last year. They were down 38%. Really? It, that it, much? Isn't that insane? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now you could argue that, which which there is truth to this, that you know, the league told the refs to kind of go easy on it because they didn't have there was especially uh, with there being no preseason. But still that's that's a pretty low amount. Injuries were up a little bit, so you could say that yeah. maybe they weren't in as as great a shape.
0: Right. Well, yeah, but like I feel like you know, like injuries are going to go up with the with more these athletes are getting bigger and stronger and faster and you know, like the games getting more violent as Rob always says. It's just like, you know, like I just feel like injuries will continue to to kind of go off and you know, like plateau at a certain amount each season, but I mean, yeah, like, these players are, like, massive. They're quick. Yeah. High-speed, you know, contact. It's just, like, plus I feel like it's going to be, like, inevitable, you know, past, like, a certain point of being like, hey, yeah, bull, well, yeah, no shit. All these injuries are happening because, you know, bigger, faster, stronger.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, look at how much no OTAs and no preseason slowed down the Bucks or slowed down the Chiefs. Yeah. The teams that it's going to hurt are teams like the Broncos, younger teams that need that time to get together and make it happen. Uh, but the players have some good points. You know, uh, Brandon McManus said, okay, you guys want us to come back in a couple of weeks? What's going on with COVID testing? Where are we at with protocols? You know, these players have been traveling the world. They're they're off doing whatever they wanted. They were in that, not an actual bubble, but close to a bubble for five months. I think there's a lot of players that don't want to do that for two months. Yeah. So they're like, uh, I think I'll start that in training camp and then I'll go from there. And I think as fans... It's tough to look at it objectively because we think, well, what are you bitching about? You make $5 million a year, or $20 million a year. You should have to do this. But when you step back and you look, well, the owners added this game on here. They, they put a 17th game on there. If the players are saying, you know what? We can do training camp. We'll do the three preseason games and we'll do 17 regular season games. That's a long time. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but I heard uh, heard this on a sports podcast yesterday. They were basically listing Sports that don't do OTAs, and it's kind of amazing. Like baseball doesn't do it, mm-hmm. hockey doesn't do it. I think outside of the rookie league, the NBA doesn't do it. So it's the first time that I was actually like, I mean, I like it when they happen because there's more to hear about. You yeah, know, you get to. But the, but yesterday was the first time I thought, wow, the, the the NFLPA actually these are actually some pretty good points, and they've if you look at the product last year. They can back it up. Like we don't, we don't have to do this. Like yeah. we showed you, it, it was good play. It wasn't perfect, and they also did it without any preseason game. So, I think the I think the league's in a tough spot. I I, I don't, I don't really blame these players and these teams for for not wanting to do
1: it. Plus, I would imagine I, this is a this is an agreement that goes into the CBA. So, I would imagine there are probably not a not all the players, but a, <clears throat> a decent percentage of them, at least the bigger high profile ones on each team probably have some kind of incentive built into their contracts by attending these. Mm. So them not wanting, you know, it's like, well, I was going to get an extra whatever for doing this, but, you know, I'd rather be healthy for the season. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'd, if I was a player. I probably would say, yeah, I'll take the hit Absolutely. as long as I can walk Yeah, and, these and pick guys, up my kid at the end of the season. Yeah, and
2: these guys <laughs> are, know. the thing is, is it's not like, it's not like these guys play football five months a year, and the other seven months they're just laying on a beach drinking beer.
0: Do you like they're like working out?
2: Absolutely, they're
0: yeah, doing yeah. all this stuff. well I mean, like a plus, yeah, I mean, look at Aaron Donald's workout this last weekend. He got a,
1: <laughs> he got a
2: little uh, just working out his, his arms, <laughs> working out
0: that guy's face. Uh yeah, but I mean, like, doesn't like you know uh, quarterbacks like Tom Brady, like Aaron Rodgers, I and mean, like don't they like fly out their receivers anyway during the summertime and like oh, yeah. they all work together? So it's just yeah. like, well, yeah. I mean, like, I'd rather have them do it on their own. Yeah, you know, than you know, I mean, like, having being forced to be there just probably giving you know, like minimal effort just to get by. And plus, you know, like you talk about the contracts, you know, like if these players are gonna like give up that money for uh for like those voluntary workouts, you know, I mean like who's to say like that's not going to tack on like an extra just like year or two to their career. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yep. And they can
0: yep. get paid way more than like that incentive just to, you know, be f- there for the preseason, you know, workouts that are voluntary.
2: Absolutely. And you know, every year, every single year it comes to May, early June, there's at least three or four names that you're like, "Oh shit, they did what?" they yeah. out for the year, you know? So, I mean, it just happens. These guys are, they're big, they're strong, they're fast. Can it happen when they're working on their own? Sure. But when you're doing 11, seven on seven drills or whatever you're doing, you know, Von Miller tore up his ankle and lost an entire season on the last, the last play of the last practice of the year Yeah. in shells. He literally just pushed off and his ankle just tore up. So, you know... I, I, I side with the players on this one. I, you know, it, it comes down to it's like Rob was saying. You know, I know one one of the reasons Rob didn't like the seventeenth game is it's a money play for the owners. That's exactly what it is. And I think that the players, I think they got a good point. The, the product was good. They they showed up. They played well. And if if, if you're if you're looking at it from their point of view, they're like, okay, well. You add you're adding another probably 60 to 70 plays playing in that extra game. Um, these are voluntary. Yeah, I think I'm good. You know, yeah, I'll keep totally. myself in shape and I'll be good to go.
0: Yeah. Rob, just any other thoughts on this or you good? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, for sure. Um, just one quick thing about the NFL. We saw that old uh, Julian Elliman is finally retiring. I think he has what, three Super Bowls and a Super Bowl MVP, mm, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, right? Yeah, yep. So yeah, Rob, just like any thoughts on Jules's career? You
1: know, there's been a lot. I've been reading a lot about um, his potential to be a Hall of Famer, and, and it's a shame because, like, yeah, because like that was a question I was going to ask everybody. That's kind of like the first go to. You know, we always like to have these discussions. It's like who's the better player? You know, LeBron or MJ? Like, you know, we we have these kind of these discussions. You know, to to kill time or you know, they're basically kind of meaningless. And I mean, when it comes to, I, I think Hall of Fame. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. He's definitely, if there was a Hall of Fame for like a raging, hardworking slot Cl- receiver that- Clutch guy. Clutch that, yeah. guy that that would play hurt, uh, you know, and play defense sometimes, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, he was, I mean, you, you say what you want about Edelman. I mean, he definitely had a hardworking ethic and, uh, uh, you know, what was that? I think it was in, 2016, where he'd missed like, I think it was like six or seven, he had like a broken ankle or a foot, and he came back uh, I think it was that first playoff game where it was Kansas City and the Patriots and I think he was still hurting, but he was like, I have gotta play for my team, and he went out and caught like like 11 passes for like 120 yards and just tore it up. I mean, that's just the kind of guy, I don't know if that gets you into the Hall of Fame. Now, he had his PED issues and stuff, so that'll probably... Uh, I don't think of him, but I look back at his career and I'm like, man, he was just like, when he was on the field, he just was a tough motherfucker. (laughs) Like he was just like probably one of the toughest guys to play that position. Yep. Uh, So, uh, you know, hats off to him. He had a great career. I know he failed his physical and that probably, he probably, you know, knew that was coming. I don't know exactly what caused him to fail it, but you know, time gets everybody except for Tom Brady. It's gonna, it's, I heard, I heard <laughs> on the radio
2: this morning that, uh, he's, he's 10 years younger than Brady. Yeah. And is retiring. I, I.
0: Wait, what? Seriously?
2: Yeah. No, Edelman is. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, he's, I know, he's what I'm 34, oh, they're 35. 10 years apart. Yeah. yeah. I think he's 34 and Brady's going to be 44 this year. Yeah.
0: They, uh, but for some reason I thought he was older. I don't know why. No, no, he's only played. I think it was thir- 12 years, yeah. 13 oh, years. I say
1: only, I mean, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a long time yeah. to play.
0: Um. I think it's the beard that got me.
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, and by the way, he's listed, I think, I think he was listed at like 5'11", 195. I don't think he was that. I've seen pictures of him with other dudes. He he was, I mean, he wasn't a a big target. He was was a little guy. Yeah, yeah. And fearless. Yeah, he was absolutely fearless and a, a strong, Yeah. you know, I mean, that catch that he made, the the fingertip catch oh my gosh man uh, you know he the, the dude had he had a drive you yeah, know absolutely if that if that alone gets him the hall of fame and I say do it because I mean you're not you know you can you can look back in the old days of of you know the golden age in the you know 50s 60s and 70s when you know things were a little looser and harder a little more wild west back then they had some pretty tough
2: guys yeah, and wasn't he but he played he like play? that. where did he play college wasn't like Kent State Kent State and wasn't he a quarterback didn't yeah, he originally I think he was
1: a quarterback yeah
0: yeah. Maxion.
2: Yeah the, yeah. the only thing that bums me out about the, like Rob was saying, I mean, I guess it's it's the reason we talk about it. It's a reason why sport shows and podcasts cross country talk about it. It's like the second somebody like that retires, the are they a Hall of Famer? Yeah. It's starts. like, why can't we
1: just talk? Let's talk about their career. Let's yeah. do the highlights and, and wish them well. In
2: Denver, you know? everybody immediately starts going to, they pull up Rod Smith's stats. I don't know if Kyle, Rod Smith might have, it was a little before your time, but yeah. He has he he crushes all of Edelman's stats. Edelman, so if you look at on that, you're like, okay, well, if Edelman would get in the Hall of Fame, Rod Smith should get away before. What stands out to me about Edelman is I don't the dude made so many big plays in the absolute biggest moments.
0: Exactly. Possible. Yeah.
2: Like if you look at his stats, even in the seasons, you're like, okay, yeah, that's not bad. But his postseason stats were
1: unbelievable. Well speaking of that, and I'll interrupt you because I found this. Um Jerry Rice in his postseason has 118 catches. Yep, he's right behind him. Wow!
2: So he's number two in postseason catches in NFL history. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that's.
1: So yeah, that's. I mean, he you know he was a he was a machine. You know, know, he wasn't a Jerry Rice. Yeah, and he wasn't like you know you don't think of him in like this gazelle like you know route runner like a like a. You know, Chad Ochocinco, or or a, you know, you know, Randy Moss. T.O. or Randy Moss, yeah. but like, dude was you know he was a large part of that offense, oh, that man. whole scheme. Him and and um and Damion Dola you know, yeah. similar build, you know, like he was like little, a Wes
2: Welker when he, oh yeah, and he
1: was yeah, he was, yeah, he mean, was a Wes Welker. Yeah, he was a little bit you know. So he he caught.
2: I mean, the dude was just absolutely fearless. I mean, there were sometimes yeah. he got hit where I thought there he got hit. I mean, he got destroyed because the Patriots played Denver at least once once every year. Where's like, I don't know how this guy's gonna get up. And I think we get used to whether it's an Amandola or Welker, these kind of smaller guys, these slot receivers, they take these shots and then they just kind of shake their head and they're just they're like, ah, they'll be all right. Yeah. I mean that like I, I can't even imagine what his body must feel like. Did you guys see the uh we have to say this if we're talking about Edelman. I think it was the year it was the year they came back to beat the Falcons which I think that was one of his biggest catches that he made.
1: Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Some girl uh, on Instagram, did you see when she slept with Edelman? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What did she say? It was like, just F Edelman, no lie. And it's like in a hotel and he's just, he's just out and you can, it's him. Like you just see his beard and she's just holding up this sign. That's like, yeah. And you could tell, I mean, he obviously had a good time and was living (laughs) his best life. But that was a good, that was a pretty funny memory.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean like Dan Marino's in the hall of fame, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, but he never won a Super Bowl.
1: No, he only no. went to one. He only went to
0: one. Yeah, didn't win it. But like had, Edelman has... He had
1: passing records out the wazoo yeah. from...
0: But years. interesting
2: about that is most of those are... Well, at the time. Well, at the time, yeah. but they're gone now, but... Yeah. yeah,
0: you know, but it's just like, yeah, like if like Edelman has won three Super Bowls, had one MVP from a Super Bowl, and he like literally is like the most clutch player on the field, yeah. but it's just... Yeah, because there comes a point where it's like cool, like numbers. I mean, like if the Hall of Fame is just going to be numbers, then it's just I don't think it really matters at that point, right? You know, so and it's
2: the argument of do Super Bowl championships matter? Yeah, you know? I mean, dude, it's exactly. Like, and Marino's a perfect example. You look at a Bradshaw who won four. Marino went to one and didn't. You know, it's it's the, it's that argument that well, it's always fun to talk. And
1: Bradshaw's about. numbers weren't near Marino's. No, yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, Marino, and with great shea- receivers, yeah, Marino cha- <laughs> Marino was doubling up. Even Elway's best years, yeah, Marino was doubling up all of his numbers. I mean, he was he was incredible, and he was in all those. Uh, remember Isotoner glove commercials, yeah. and he had that sweet uh, curly hair. Did you just send a video or something where he loses it? On yeah. The, uh, oh, the
1: outtake. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, what was it's, it? It's from, a must though? see. It's a it's an Isotoner. I That's think it's right. A, it's an Isotoner glove commercial. It,
2: he just loses it in yeah. there, like he wants to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing it
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, old congrats to uh Jules Edelman for a great career. And uh yeah, it's just always fun watching him play. But uh yeah, let's move on to the masters. We have Hideki Matsuyama winning his first masters. I think first first major too, yeah. Right?
2: Uh I believe I was think second? that's his first major.
0: First major. Ooh.
2: And I know wow. that I know that's the first uh Asian man that's ever won. They've had um Someone from Japan won the uh, women's master, but
1: that's the first time. What was the Indian, the guy from India, didn't VJ Vijay? Uh, Vijay, Vijay? Singh? Singh? Yeah. He, he won it, didn't he? I believe so. I, th- I thought it was your... from Fiji. Vijay Singh? I think so. Oh, he's from Fiji? Yeah, I think Why so. Why did I think he was India? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I would say India is part of the Asian subcontinent. Yeah. But, but yeah, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, was it was a... Huh. It was a that was awesome.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, plus, I mean, like the best part of it was the next day when he's like literally in the airport with his master's jacket just hanging just out by say himself. That, man. He's, yeah. He's <laughs> what? Just
2: you didn't see yeah, that? No. See that. That. You got to look it up. He literally just has it. It's a picture of him. He's got his AirPods in, like he's just listening to music, and he has his backpack on, and he just has his green jacket just draped over his arm, like he's just. Like he's carrying a blanket onto a plane or something like that.
0: Yeah, dude, he's just sitting yeah, there pretty, by himself in the terminal. <laughs>
2: it's pretty epic. Like it, it was going all around social media because people are like, oh my gosh, this guy is so human and regular.
0: I heard a story
1: once. This might be apocryphal. A friend of mine told me this because he's uh his family were members of Augusta. I wanna say whatever the year it was, I think it was like late nineties. I think Ernie Ells had won it. It was Ernie, yeah, it was definitely Ernie Ells. And he, what he's from what, South Africa, yeah, I think? Yep. And I guess he like stuck around and like the next day it was just like, he had some family in town or something like that that couldn't go to the tournament, you know? And so, Oh, we'll just, we'll just go in and we'll do a quick lap. And they showed up like, Hey, you know, pulled the guard shack and they were like, yeah, uh, I just won the masters yesterday. Can we just come in and take a look around? They were like, no, you're not a member. And he's like, you're kidding me. It's like, I wow. i in. Wow. They take it serious. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they definitely do.
0: got gosh. The, uh, for some reason, I can't find it right now, but uh, but yeah, like Rob will find it for you and we'll send it to you because it was the most amazing. Yeah, just casually walking through an airport, just winning, and everyone's just like, "Wait, we just saw that dude win the Masters yeah. yesterday." He's just.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think about the. I was talking my 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 dad and my brothers and I every Masters we always have a a text thread going and um, the final round was great. I mean, he had a five shot lead and then he kind of Shoffley got within one and then Shoffley on sixteen, I think he double bogeyed and. But just imagining, I mean, golf is such a, it's just you, right? So it's such a stressful game for those guys coming down the stretch anyway. And then to have the weight on your shoulders of everyone was saying, you know, to be the first man from your country to win the Masters. And
0: plus, like, especially, like, with all of, like, the actual, you know, like, real life, you know, cultural stuff going on in this nation about, you know, like, the Asian American hate and violence and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, It
2: it was very, um, it was really awesome to see. Did you guys see the clip? I I think I might've sent this to you. It's very short, but... uh, it was so cool the way his caddy bowed after he yeah. put the put the uh, the pin back in on the last hole. Like just the respect that he was showing to the golf course and like mm-hmm. we you know, basically we did what we came here to do and it was awesome. It was it was a lot of fun to watch.
1: I didn't get to see I saw when I, I got home. Thursday afternoon, and my dad was watching it, so I watched a little bit. At that point, I was like, I think Justin Rose was yeah. still, he was like seven yeah, he, under on yeah, the fr- and I was like, whoa. I think he ended at like eight or nine. Like He just could not. No, he couldn't, yeah. yeah he, but, it's, but it's always interesting to see, especially on that course, because it always gets tougher as the tournament goes on. Uh, first thing, the, the greens, like, anybody else notice how kind, yeah. uh, you know, everything else, the fairways looked amazing, yeah, like they always the do, but the, the some of the greens were like, kind of splotchy but you know they're looking a little east nashville yeah there. <laughs> looking a little shelby shelby bottoms old vinny links I, yeah. that that's the first thing i was like damn augusta what the, what the hell's yeah. going on but i don't know they may be having some issues that you know we are in still an unprecedented time so yeah. i guess that applies to the yep. the flora the and greens, the fauna yeah. um but so i was I, I, and it dawned on me when i got home i was like oh my god it's master's weekend why didn't my, my nephew who loves golf is getting married so uh I was like it was kind of ironic um but I was just like, damn it, because I love to zone out. It's like one of the few times I'll actually try and watch, you know, most of that a golf tournament because it's always great. It's the Masters, yeah. It's, you yeah. And, and you um, hear the
2: music and it is oh, before you it's, know it, you wake up most, three holes later. It's
1: like taking a Xanax, man. Yeah, it, totally it is is.
2: So, and then you hear Jim. Na- well, uh, welcome, friends. Welcome Jim's
1: friends. voice was it, it's 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 literally just it's like it's like taking a, a Nyquil and being able to stay up yeah. and enjoy it. You know, <laughs> so I always, was
2: bombed. He could always, you know, I know he's not doing very well as contracts are. it's not like he makes tens of millions of dollars every year. But maybe towards the end of his life, he. <laughs> this is pretty dark. But but, but imagine if you, it was your time to go and you're laying there in your deathbed and you hear, so long, friends. Like he, <laughs> he, he just, he just kind of wishes you out, you know. It's like that'd be a nice last voice to hear. Yeah. So if you're listening, Jim,
1: something to consider. Yeah, like a cameo except yeah. a shout out at your... <laughs> eulogy
0: (laughs) oh man and plus like there's a part of me that was just thinking oh dude what if tony roma showed up right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, my god he's about to hit this (laughs) (laughs) one what did he grab right there
0: did he grab
2: a three iron (laughs) um did you guys see the uh (laughs) did you see the guy that broke his putter i'm blanking on whose name was so they have a rule if you break a club you can't add clubs to your bag so he missed a putt he was just off of the just kind of off the edge of the green and he had it like this and he, he hit, he slammed it down so hard that the, the shaft broke. Oh. And so he was putting with a three wood and he put, I mean, he put 10 times better than I do with an actual putter, right. but it was hilarious to see him like line up this putt and you just see the head of a, head of a three <laughs> wood on there. It's pretty funny.
0: Oh, uh, that's great. All right. Let's move on to pod, damn it. Joey, would you like to go first this week?
2: I will go first. Um, this one's going to you, Vegas. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a little Vegas fact that you guys, I bet you don't know. There's
0: a million things that you can have a pod damn about true. Las Vegas. That's true.
2: Um, and actually, I don't think most people on the road knew this when I told them. I was born in Vegas.
0: What? You guys know that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I there
2: until I was two.
0: Like, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what part of uh, Vegas did your family live in?
2: Uh, not too far from, I mean, I feel like everything's kind of close. It was probably right. like 10 minutes off the strip. My mom and my dad both went to UNLV. That's, oh, nice. how I, that's how I was such a big running rebels basketball fan growing up. Um bandwagon. But my my uh my pod damn it. Let's say, let's take the pandemic out of it. I would say that Las Vegas has got to be one of the most visited cities in the country. Maybe, maybe even the world, as yeah. far as like sporting events.
0: Well, for some reason, like even, you know, like overseas travelers come to Las Vegas. Absolutely. Which is mind-blowing because there's about 10 other cities I would rather go to. Absolutely, me or, or tell them to go to than yep. Las Vegas, yeah.
2: Sin City, um, you know, what happens here stays here. But then all the big shows, Straight goes and does like 500 nights in a row. They get, you know, the Raiders move there. Like it's a, it's a happening place. It's
0: the only place Rascal Flatts has left. Ex- exactly.
2: That airport... I mean, that airport has always been awful, probably because 90% of the people just look like hell.
0: Right. Just got
2: (laughs) pulled out of the trash can, covered in their own puke. They're trying to remodel it. So now when you walk down to like the Southwest wing, have you guys ever noticed how narrow the, uh, the waiting areas are? Yeah. So like if you're walking down, the seats are right there and there's only two rows of them. So there's always people like passed out, like laying, laying yeah. in front of the newsstand. Because of that, the only thing they had open was Nathan's Hot Dogs, was the only thing open in the entire Southwest Wing. Completely, it, it was it was insane. <laughs> there was nowhere to sit. We were there like three hours early because we had to check out of the hotel in St. George or wherever. It's like, you know what? You guys had a year. You had a year to get ready. right? Obviously people are coming back. Why don't you just get this shit done? Maybe have something open other than uh, Nathan's hot dogs. So these people that are looking like they're gonna—the the girl that sat next to me on the flight home, when she sat, she sat down and she immediately started going. Ooh. And I was like, "Oh my god, is, it, is she gonna throw up?" Like <laughs> right. ringing the bell to get moved. Just, just do better. Do better at the airport. The Nashville airport hadn't been there in a while. Totally different. The Southwest terminal looks yeah. like London now. Exactly. Yeah. But come on Vegas, get your shit together. You have a lot of people traveling there. You have one airport, do a better job, have more food options and hurry up on your construction because it's super annoying. God damn it.
0: Boom. Mm. Dude, that was a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I guess I'll go next Uh, and I'll keep mine short. So this was inspired by a, a, a good experience that led me to think about how much I hate it when it's not like this. If that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah. Right?
2: Almost a reverse pod damn it, but oh, yeah. still a Pod damn it oh,
0: oh yeah. Like oh yeah. So like there's like a bunch of like new shopping stuff you know coming into Mount Juliet, and you know like if you have like a fast food restaurant and then like another like a doctor's office and then like a strip mall behind it, like I really appreciate it when all the parking lots are connected to where like I'm just like okay cool well like I see this spot to pull out is busy, like I'm gonna you know, like go through like multiple parking lots and get to a light and then go. So like, I always really appreciate it when I can get from point A to point B when all these parking lots and side roads are connected. And then that's when I realized I hated when I pull into somewhere and I'm just like, oh, I'm sure this connects because this place is just right there. I'll just go through this parking lot. I'll get right there. And it's just a closed off parking lot to where I have to go back out and then oh, yeah. do it again. So yeah, just uh, like if you have a bunch of shops together, whoever is uh, the contractor or the planner for that, um, you know, like those buildings or the parking lots and and like all the roads and whatever. Yeah. Just, just make it all connected. Like we're all, work trying to work together. It's great. There's no reason not to. yeah, Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like I appreciated that. And then I thought about it and then I realized that is one thing that pisses me off is not connected parking lots when it's just like, oh, cool. Here's, you know, like a Wendy's. Oh, but Hey, here's this other coffee shop I want to get to. Oh, I have to go not all the, the way back way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not through here. So yeah, pod dammit. Or maybe I don't know. It was just a happy yeah. moment. I yeah. was happy, but yeah, pod dammit just make everything connected. Robert. Mm. Well, I'm gonna go John. I'm gonna
1: um <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh I'm gonna I'm going to go pause dammit today. Um I I driving nine hours there and back to Louisiana gives you a lot of time to <laughs> about things that piss you off, but I was listening to a really good book on tape, and uh, or audiobook, and so I didn't really, didn't have much to come up with, but I saw this yesterday, and I want, do you guys know who uh, Hope Troutwine is? No. We're about to find out, because okay. this is an <laughs> yeah. amazing, uh, my, my pause, damn, it goes out to this lady, this young woman, because she is, and I watched the um, ensuing uh, highlight reel of this event, and it was I'm going to go ahead and curse again for my second time. It was goddamned impressive. Okay, wow. Hope Troutwine is a pitcher for the women's softball team for University of North Texas. She uh-huh. threw a perfect game on Sunday. A perfect game where she struck out every <laughs> fucking batter. What? Are you serious? 21 batters. Because they play seven, and seven, they play seven innings. She struck them all out. So now, a lot of people would say, "Well, it's fast, pass, you know, fast pitch softball."
0: Uh, no, those girls bunt half the time, and it's, yeah, you know, I've, run I've, I've down been the line. in batting
1: cages many, many times yeah, in my trying life to do, trying to yeah. hit a fast pitch softball coming at me at sixty miles an hour, yeah. and they're throwing faster than that, and it's hard to do. She sat them all down. Wow,
0: that's unreal. She
1: sat them all down. So you know, in a major league baseball game, you you know. I mean, I mean there, yeah, there was no, there were no pop flies, there were no ground outs, there were no, That's you know. I mean, strange. she, so yeah, her name is Hope Troutwine. You can there's, you can go on, um, you can go on YouTube and watch. You can, okay. I watched a pitch by pitch highlight reel, and she was just absolutely. I've never seen. I've watched a lot of baseball. I haven't watched a ton of softball, but it's amazing. Okay. You can watch that whole game, her whole pitching performance, in just a few minutes, and it is stunning. And you, and to listen to the pitch and the tenor. Of the people calling the game, they were playing. I think uh, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. So there was probably seventeen people in the stands. But and it was weird because like when you watch at the end of the game, you know every, her, her teammates come and run up to her. But I don't think they realized what had just happened. Right. Yeah, they didn't it's have pretty to amazing. do anything out there. Wow. So yeah, Hope Trout Troutwine. And of course, she was incredibly like. I don't think she even knew they showed her on. A, they showed her an interview. Like she's on the team bus and she's being interviewed by some guy. She's talking to him like via Zoom and she's like pretty calm about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, you're the first person in that sport to ever, ever do either. that. Yeah. You know, you should be really proud. But, yeah, she sat them all down. Okay.
2: I saw that headline on ESPN.com, but i it's on me. I should have clicked on it. I just I, saw it as, as a no-hitter, which is like, oh, that's cool. But, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, yeah, perfect the, game. Not just a no-hitter. Isn't a that perfect t- game. I, huh? What is the major league record for? I, ha-
1: I have no idea. I, I feel like it's, it like, up. 21 or
2: 22, but in nine innings. Yeah. Wow. But okay, still, man, that it
1: I mean, you can go. Like I said, go on YouTube. You can check out the the highlight reels, and it's like I've never seen. First of all, throwing a fa- fast pitch softball is is a pretty hard. Yeah, it's, not, it's not easy. It's not it easy. It's a pretty hard movement to 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 you know to maintain and to you know to to stay focused and you know throw this you know throw with, with discipline and and accuracy every time. And, and it's just it's I, I, I was. I mean, I'm sitting there like 7.30 in the morning looking at this going like, I can't that's believe it. Yeah, I had heard about it yesterday and then I actually watched the the video of it and I, I was just, I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So, pause, damn it. Hats off to Hope yeah, Wine Yeah, absolutely. a that Wine, is it. that's an incredible feat. You should be... Uh, wow. They should build a Bear bryant size statue of you <laughs> outside there. Like what, like,
2: what what? are the infielders and by like the sixth inning and the outfield? Oh, they're just like, standing I mean, there chewing gum. Like, yeah, working on your math homework. I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, even the infielders were, were just sitting there.
2: <laughs> like, that's incredible. I wonder if the umpire even. I wonder at what point the putting sunscreen on. Yeah. And, uh, what's happening here? Like, is anybody going to hit this ball? <laughs> yeah. Is anybody going to? Uh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well done. That's a good one. Good yeah. way to end it.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Rob. All right, that wraps up this week's episode of One More Pass. You can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter, One More Pass Pod at gmail.com. Rob, do you have any parting words to our pass receivers?
1: Uh, same as usual wear a mask, get vaccinated, be kind, rewind. Um, don't block the box, all that good stuff.
0: Nice. Joey?
1: Yeah. Things
2: are looking up. Yeah. Just like Rob said, get vaccinated. I got the Johnson & Johnson <laughs> vaccine. It's okay. Six people out of almost 7 million. Right. It happens. I know it's been out there a lot on social media. My wife said too, she's like, do you think people realize the, the risk of blood clots with birth controls like one in a thousand. Anyway,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like regardless, yeah.
2: So all you anti-vaxxer nutbags um, that want to use this is another arrow in your quiver of foolishness. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to go off on that, but the reason that things are getting better and, and things are looking more optimistic and, and tours and shows are starting to be, but is because people are getting vaccinated and... I'm first in line for, you need a vaccine passport to leave the country to go somewhere. No problem at all. Same. I'm ready to go. Because yeah. uh, because right? you need a because passport passport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so why, why wouldn't I just let you know that I got my vaccine? So get vaccinated and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Be kind to people.
0: All right. We'll see you all next week on One More Pass.